Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is your mid-week who's there call-in episode. Who there? I mean, what do you say when you pick up the phone? I say, this is Bobby. Do you really? Yeah, what, I do. you like a business? No, if it's like someone I don't know, but usually I'm like, hey. But like who? <laughs> I answer the phone and I say, crunch, crunch, I want to be famous. But like my question is, who do you think if they're calling you on your cell phone, like why would they think it's somebody else? No, I feel like I learned it or like when I started working after college and I noticed that everyone in a professional environment answered their phone like, this is Julie, like this is Lindsay, this is Kevin. And so I started doing it. But it's your phone. Yeah, I know, but hello always sounds weird. Anyway, let's not talk about this. Hello? Can I speak to, to Michael? Oh, hey, how you doing? Let's warm up with our first call. Okay. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, first of all, I definitely called the wrong number. Almost left a voicemail for a suburban mom, I think. Um, I don't know what the 618 area code is. Anyway, not a question, but I needed to get this into the universe that Judge Judy is a them, a hell of them, and Judge Mathis is a who. Thanks. <laughs> I like that she's using it. She's using it as her notepad. You know what, dear caller? You are correct. And that is she's all I correct. have to say about the topic. <laughs> she's correct. It's really good. Uh, you are right, and thank you so much. There are other um, judges, can... but I think everyone is a who but Judge Judy, if we're being clear. And um, anyone on the Supreme Court. Well, those are all who's, but uh, anyone but, like, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Judge Judy. Uh, Clarence Thomas is a them. He's a bad them. Okay. And I guess um, the other, the dyed, the, the dyed one is a them, but he's died. The dyed one? Alito? <laughs> yeah. No. The, the Scalia. Oh, Scalia. Wait, I miss, I mixed them up. Yeah, they're who's. I'm mixing them up. And the, oh, and the other, you know what another, who another uh, them judge is? Judge Ito. Oh, Judge Ito from, from OJ. From OJ. He's yeah. a them. Yes. Would you say Sotomayor is a who or a them? Uh, she's a who, she, they're who. Let's just, let's just go ahead and say Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the only them. Yes, and Judge Judy. Yeah. It was for loco and I didn't even finish it all. It was a what? <laughs> okay, let's let's get to so something good that happened, like a stroke of luck, is that we couldn't record usually record we record the call in show um back to back with the regular show. Right. Uh so we record them on Sundays. But because we couldn't, for several reasons over this holiday weekend, we recorded the call in show on Wednesday. And because of that, we were able to go through all of your calls about Taylor Swift's 4th of July party, her annual 4th of July party in Rhode Island. Yes. And let me tell you, a lot of you called and a lot of you had questions because 7,000 Who's were at that party and they all took photos. And even the thems at that party acted like Who's. So if you mistook them for Who's, that is not on you. And the thems at that party acted like we're supposed to know who those Who's are. Hi, Who Weekly. I'm sure you've already received a million calls about this. And actually, I hope this is a segment on the regular show next Monday so we don't have to wait that long. And if it's not, then this is even the Who Weekly I've been listening to all along. But can you please, please, please give us a breakdown of all the Who's at Taylor Swift's 4th of July. I've been going deep on Instagram trying to figure out who these people are. Please, please give the people what they need. Uh, thanks so much. Bye. 
Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Danielle. I'm wondering if you can sort of do a rundown of who are all those people who are celebrating uh, with Taylor Swift at her July 4th party in Rhode Island. Um, I recognized a few of them, like Pregnant Break Lively and Gigi and Carly, but it seemed like there was a lot of people who I had no idea who they were. Thanks. Well, let's just go through the guest list. Let's sleuth out some of the uh, some of the people at this party. Well, well, let's go through the let's go through the who's that we've who we've discussed before. Number one, Ruby Rose. We've mentioned Ruby Rose several times on the show. We know who she is, but she is a who. The thing that is special about Ruby Rose is that she brought her who girlfriend, um, whose name is Harley Gooseman. I don't think we've ever talked about Harley Gooseman. Gusman. Who is she? Oh, I don't know. I was, uh, I literally just clicked on this E article, uh, Six Things to Know About Ruby Rose, rumored new girlfriend Harley Gussman. Oh, my God. But I haven't God. read it yet. So let me oh read through it, God. and we'll all learn at the same time. Wow. Number one, this is already art. Why are we doing this live? Listen, yes? number oh. one, she's an entrepreneur. Oh, come on. And then it goes on. This is great. According to Harley's LinkedIn profile, which is hyperlinked, oh. she's the co-founder, vice president, and head of marketing at a luxury line of skin and hair products called truly organic remember when i said that like to make these lists literally they like google and find all of their social any any social garbage they've put on the internet so here's her linkedin profile good job number two she's a model blah 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 i'm not gonna read that blurb number three number three she's a florida girl (laughs) according to an interview with the hundreds some who publication harley was was born in miami her linkedin profile also notes that she studied creative writing and psychology Can at the University of Miami. Stop <laughs> quoting her LinkedIn profile. When all you have is a LinkedIn profile, like you're definitely when the only way to get information is your LinkedIn profile. Oh um, my goodness. Number four, she's outdoorsy. As Harley wow. noted in a twenty fourteen interview, which I think is the same one they linked earlier, I love everything <laughs> that involves being outside, which holds up because she was outside at Taylor Swift's party. Her other hobbies include, quote, camping, yoga, and great food. Number five, she's well-traveled. Again, they're bringing, this, they're bringing this out of the same interview. And they're basing this on the quote, I travel quite a bit. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> number six, which they are basing on her Instagram feed, she's an animal lover. Harley frequently shares pictures with dogs, cats, pigs, and other people's pets. I'm already so bored of this person. Okay, that's Harley Gussman. Lindsay, name another who. Like, point to anyone in these photos and we need I somehow ended up on her Truly Organic website. She sells pack. She sells, like, monthly bundles of hair care products that are called Truly Organic. And it just looks truly organic. All right. Um, I love that it's like, I somehow ended up there as though your hand was possessed. I mean, I just journeyed there through clicks. Okay. So you know who my other favorite um, who on this list is? We've talked about her before, too, is Rachel Platten. (gasps) Queen. Um, Queen. Stop it. it. I love that your body body can't even help yourself when you say that. Like, you are just like, everything inside you just says yes, because you love that stupid song. I love that song. Rachel Platten is uh, a woman, and she is the singer of the song you might remember, um, a fight song that was everywhere. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. And actually, Taylor Swift basically made that song popular. She has another song. Do you like her second song? Uh, The I'll Stand By You. Mm-hmm. It's not as good, but it, it like is in the same category of like uplifting 
anthemic. You want to hear a fun fact about Rachel Platten, though? Fun fact, Rachel Platten, she's 35, and she's from my hometown. And once I interviewed her, and we talked a lot about my hometown of Newton, Massachusetts, um, and she was actually quite charming, but, you know, she clearly knows that she has been working a very hard time to, like, have one breakout single. So she will, like, grasp onto Taylor Swift as hard as she can for as long as she can. She has been hustling. All right, who's next? You go. Oh, so um, I wanted to talk about... I wanted to talk about this person who has my favorite name in the world. Um, didn't know about her until this 4th of July soiree. But a girl who's in a lot of the photos is someone named Halston Sage. Mm-hmm. She looks just like everyone else in all these photos. So it's really hard. That's the thing about all these photos because they're all in these weird onesies and matching bathing suits. So from far away, it's kind of hard to tell all of them apart, including Taylor. Everyone blends together. I mean, thank God somebody on Taylor Swift's Instagram tagged all these people because it would just be otherwise extremely difficult to figure out who's who, you know? Um, Just blurred lines between all of them. But Halston Sage is um, (laughs) what I love about the beginning of her her Wikipedia page is that it begins, Halston Jean Schrage, better known by her stage name Halston Sage. No, she's, okay, that's (laughs) better known. Her legal last name is Schrage. Schrage. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you call her. I know the same amount, which is nothing. But now I've sort of been enlightened. She was on a show on Nickelodeon called How to Rock. Then she was in Paper Towns with Cara Delevingne. And I Mm. think, I'm assuming that's the connection with everyone else. Because I can't figure out. So I guess she met Cara on the set of Paper Towns, which was the movie, the big, like, John Green movie that Cara starred in. And by all accounts was pretty good in. Because she's an actress as well as a model. Um, And so anyway, she was there looking like everyone else. And that's all there is to know about her. Point being, she has an amazing name. Okay, so next on the Who list is Martha Hunt, who we've, I think, discussed before. She's just a model. (laughs) She's literally a model named Martha Hunt. Um, And uh, who else is next? You know who was there also? St. Vincent randomly showed up in a picture. And she's a who. I'd call her a who. A total who. What's her name? Annie Annie, not Annie Potts. Annie. <laughs> you know, her name is Annie something, isn't it? You just call her Annie Potts? No, I'm saying it's not Annie Potts, but it sort of sounds like that, doesn't it? Her real name is, uh, it's it's Annie Clark. Annie Clark. She used to date Kara. Dating Kara. Or she might still be dating yeah, Kara if she's at this party. Um, honestly, the who's that were there, or the thems that were there, were the standard Carly Claus, Cara Delevingne, Gigi, Gigi Hadid. Randomly, Blake Lively was there, pregnant. and With Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds got dragged along. He looked unhappy. <laughs> um, questionable who them, who we didn't mention on our Orange is the New Black recap, and somebody called in and said, FYI, she's a them, but I beg to disagree. Uzo Aduba it was there. Uzo Aduba brought her sister. She brought her sister. Um, who's... Um, Someone who's next on the on the who list, though, that I think you uh, figured out who it was, is this girl, Kennedy Ray. Kennedy Ray. Okay, so I looked her up yesterday because I she looked familiar, and she suddenly showed up because a lot of the photos, there are the constants in all the photos, the Cara, the Gigi, not even Carly's a constant. But what's funny about this party is that there are thousands of photographs of it, and there are hundreds of group photos but no two group photos have the same combination of girls in them no it's wild and so it's hard they all blur together and you're like wait and then suddenly this girl shows up kennedy ray 
And I was like, well, she looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? Number one, she's one of, what, three, four, maybe not counting the boyfriends, three women of color there? Uh, bare, right? yes, yes. Because it's I basically mean, Taylor Swift and all of her white friends and then Uzo, Kennedy, Uzo's sister. I mean, it's, is that it? Yeah, I mean, and you wonder where, remember when she had her, like, full squad, like, the squad that was in the music video and stuff? Uh, what's yeah. her face was in that? The girl who, Soraya, who was on Empire. Soraya. Like, what happened to her? What happened to Soraya? What happened to, like, a lot what happened of to those Zendaya? people? What happened is Zendaya was busy. But to be fair, I mean, I think that that that's specifically has to do with her non-white friends, but she does have a friend graveyard that spans all types of people. True. Very true. She picks and chooses her friends. She has her little collection. And then based on the event, she picks and chooses which one she wants to be there. I also feel like if you want to have a very chill July 4th, you do not want to go to the Taylor Swift event. You might want to throw your own event or sit on the couch or go see fireworks. You definitely don't want to attend this non-disclosure agreement signing uh, (laughs) jamboree, you know? Well, that's what what Selena Gomez did. And people were saying like, ooh, is Taylor's friend Selena Gomez not attending there because it's some, they're having a fight or it's shady no if you throw if you threw this party Lindsay, i would be like no i'm not going to that actually who am i kidding i would go i would go i would go i would go (laughs) but i could understand excuse you you would come and you would sign the non-disclosure agreement (laughs) and then you would i would tell you exactly when you're allowed to post the pictures you can post them on tuesday at 11 (laughs) a.m eastern um but anyway back to kennedy ray kennedy ray she looked familiar she's very like pretty young looks like a model I look her up and I realize, oh, wait, they have been photographed together. They went to Coachella together this year. And so I was like, okay, that's why she looks familiar. But then I started thinking, she also brought her boyfriend, um, who it must have been the first time he ever met Taylor Swift because I haven't seen any evidence that they've ever hung out together. And if you've met Taylor Swift, she posts the proof. So Yes. So I was thinking, have they ever hung out before then? So I did a little like, you know, where you can check Google News and pick a custom range. Mm -hmm. I checked before Coachella. You are just such a little sleuth. And they've never been seen together before (laughs) then. And so I like I'm I wouldn't put anything past Taylor Swift. So in my mind, I almost think of Coachella as some sort of tryout for Kennedy. Like if you do well here, mm-hmm. you can come to the 4th of July bash, and we all know that'll be photographed everywhere. As we all know, too, um, Taylor Swift loves a Kennedy. God. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. But it's interesting, like, as as easy as it is to hate on Taylor for doing this and just obviously, like, faking friendships with so many people um, for her own benefit and to sort of create this, I don't know aspirational squad the what she does for these people boosts their careers like none other like rachel platten would be nothing without talking about them yeah i mean there's a kennedy ray is going to get modeling gigs there's a whole there's a whole generation and group of people that have been like given the jump off by taylor swift i mean literally just having them on her stage show to perform their song i mean rachel platten's song like jump to number one or jump to number two after she was on Taylor's stage show and like they mm-hmm. sang the song together and like Taylor is like 
it's it's both it's self-serving it helps them both it's it's helpful for both parties and that taylor swift's like image is that she's like ultimately a fan of everything like she she's just like a fan who's like passionate about like all these other people and things and music and for the person it's like taylor swift gives you the okay and your song is like noticed by millions and millions but it's something like you you notice this um it is funny that like people when people start calling out the fact that she almost exclusively has white friends Mm-hmm. She will notice it and then sneakily put a counter argument somewhere on social media. Totally, like totally. when the narrative about her Fourth of July party suddenly switched to where are all the non-white people, where are all the people of color? She posted a photo of her and Uzo and not just posted a photo of her and Uzo, she captioned it flashback to singing with Uzo this on tour. This was the shadiest move ever. It was like people being like, oh, Uzo Aduba's there? Like, how do they even know each other? And it's like, I I I've do remember. Well, I remember when Uzo was on stage at one of her shows, but like, that doesn't really mean anything. She's also had like, Ludacris on stage. You know, she did. she's like, it's not, it's like, whatever. She had Julia I, Roberts on stage. But I love, love, love how she like, kind of heard that feedback and posted this picture like, hey guys, FYI, like, we've met before it's like okay. it's just like orlando when a couple big pieces came out about how taylor was one of the pop stars mm-hmm. who didn't make a statement on orlando what did she mm-hmm. do she went to mm-hmm. orlando and wrote this mm-hmm. heartfelt thing about orlando wrote out all the names she's yeah. basically what i'm saying is she's paying attention she will never comment directly but she will comment indirectly oh, she, you can tell let's go over who the rest of the who's are and then let's okay. talk about like two very interesting um taylor swift tom hiddleston um conspiracy theories oh that i think God. are like if you haven't heard they're wonderful so yeah. let's let's round off finish oh I the, think- the childhood friends Let's do the childhood friends. So the first group of childhood friends, if I don't know if you saw this amazing photo, this is the photo that went around like on the second exciting release of photos, which was this photo of three couples sitting on chairs in front of the door to this house. One was Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston like necking. Not even like, and I'm not even using that word to be like funny, like literally like necking. Like that's the word that you would use to describe Mm -hmm. this like embrace. Number two was a pregnant um, Blake Lively sitting on Ryan Reynolds' lap. Lap. He looks very. He looks distant, to put it lightly. He looks like he's like, why am I here? Where are my friends? Yeah. And then you pan over to the third couple, and that was two the question big marks. Who couple? Um, and those two are um, Brittany Lamana and Ben Lamana. Brittany used to be Brittany Mac, and she is a. T- childhood friend of Taylor Swift's because as you know she loves she loves her childhood friends well she loves two of them she only (laughs) she only stayed close with two of them I mean how many friends do we really have until we become famous you know so those two were the two that got married recently she was of course like the maid of honor and like stole the attention of their wedding of course Um, and then the other two, this brings to us to the next point, which really cracked Bobby up when he realized um, and I also realized around the same time she like it was July fourth, but then she threw like an engagement party for her best friend Abigail, who you who's like very famously her best friend. Yes, and Abigail's fiance Matt. But then she also turned that engagement party into an an anniversary party for Ed Sheeran and his girlfriend, who is a total who named Cherry Seaborn. Cherry Seaborn. I didn't even know that was her name. Well, I had to Google it. Let me tell you, she is not really... She is a, like... She's still in college, which is, like, kind of shady. They're, like, 10 or 10 plus years apart, and she's, like, a hockey player. He's dating a college girl? That's weird. 
Yeah, it's weird. Um, so what's amazing is that Taylor Swift is such a good friend that she combined two different friends' parties and basically made them split the celebration between them. <laughs> Which That's is wild. So That's it's, so offensive. It's so wild. It's wild. Um, are those all the Who's? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, the, they're all know, the Himes. The, hey, I would, the Himes were there. The Himes are all Who's. I mean, I would. Uh, I think no. I think they're Who's because it's. It's like Fifth Harmony. It's like they're the, impossible one, to tell apart. Yeah, they're individually Who's, collectively them's. Exactly. Um, because even even as someone who likes Heim, yeah. I if you showed me all three Himes, I wouldn't be able to pick which one is which. No, absolutely not. So uh, the Himes were there. Taylor Swift's brother Austin was there. I don't. Ugh. You know who was there too that Bobby pointed out and I didn't even see. She's in one photo in the back. Kesha. Kesha. Kesha was there. What? Kesha was there, and the only proof that Kesha was there was on Abigail, the Who Best Friends Instagram. And even in the photo, Kesha is behind a microphone, so you would only know that that's Kesha if she were tagged. And fortunately, she was tagged. But anyway, Kesha was there too. It is really funny, though, that Kesha's only in one photo. It's true. And I suspect that there were more people here that we don't, that weren't pictured because the like strategic way that everyone's kind of in photos and like different people and different like I just I feel like there were probably more people here it's like you were saying that these came out in batches maybe we haven't even gotten the last batch oh my god which leads us to our next thing about the the conspiracy theories which could the conspiracy theories is are basically suggesting that the final batch of photos will be a reveal for Taylor's new single. So there's a lot of good arguments that this entire Tom Hiddleston, Taylor Swift relationship is kind of a fuck you to the media in that it's going to be essentially a art project slash music video where it's like about like a relationship in the spotlight. I would argue that's already been done. Like fine. Like it's a very like Joaquin Phoenix thing to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Or Jessica Lowne known who and oh my John God. really like yeah right like if you like are following up Jessica Lowndes in your art then you have a problem but like everyone kind of maybe suspects because of all the really really um well-timed paparazzi photos that are so beautiful and taken you know the same and kind of how over the top it is it's yeah it's taking it's taking what she's already known to do and turning it up several notches i mean there's there's a lot of very suspect things number one the 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 same paparazzi company has followed them throughout the world like it's only one agency that has been taking photos of them the photos that we see Mm. that could be for many reasons but it's a little bit suspect Mm. and number two these photos of him wearing a fucking i heart taylor swift shirt with it Mm -hmm. is just so audacious that it's either so obnoxious or this project yeah and it's been it's been two years since her last album. Her first single from 1989 yes. came out in August of 2014, and Shake we're approaching August of mm-hmm. 2016. Right, she is on a very strict two every two years every two um, years. schedule. Not to say she couldn't delay it. We all know Rihanna and whatever, but Taylor Swift is more of like a traditional artist in terms of studio release. So her single is probably on its way this summer the end of the summer or the fall or whatever with the album coming in october or november Mm -hmm. december whatever so this could be part of that i mean it also just could be shameless pr for that yeah you know not that she needs it we won't know until august Uh, the other you know the other conspiracy theory too is that she's pregnant have you heard that one oh i haven't heard that one at all 
it's like she like got knocked up is pregnant and they're like building this relationship so that she can I don't know it's less likely they this the other one seems more likely and then the other one is like oh he wants to be James Bond and she want you know it's like this this mutual you know this whole mutual thing yeah what's the next call well I probably a lot like most of you in this 15,000 person sold out crowd have become obsessed with the show Orange is the New Black Orange is the New Black. There are so many incredible performances by so many amazing actors and actresses. And there's one actress in particular who has won an Emmy and is now nominated for her second Emmy for her role as Crazy Eyes. And here's what you know about this amazing woman. You know that she moves you, you know she has the ability to break your heart and then lift it back up again with her performance in this role. But what you may not know is that she started out in Broadway and she is a spectacular vocalist. And so, I would like for you to give a very warm welcome because here to sing for you tonight, is Guzo Aduba. Play it. Hi, guys. It's Myrna in Toronto, Canada. And I have a question. Uh, this might not be in your preview because it's like, I think they're technically at home. That's why I can figure out. But uh, Facebook just gave me a little trending update about Chris Evans announcing that he's stepping down from a TV show, Top Gear. But it's not the them Chris Evans. It's another... I guess, who Chris Evans, and I'm just kind of confused, and I don't understand why Facebook is telling me about a British who, I don't know. I'd like some updates. (laughs) Also, I I don't know if you still need it, but good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Thank you. Bobby is still collecting good form, Bella Thorne, so definitely continue to Yeah, we're um, going to rotate out the good forms, so... Yeah. Um, so this is a good question. I want to answer it um, because it is very topical. There was news this week about, I guess, like Matt. Um, uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his? Oh, my God. I'm like senile. Not Matt Perry, the other one. Matt LeBlanc is um, he was co-hosting Top Gear, this BBC, very, very popular BBC show that is now, I think, played on BBC America. So a lot of Americans like it, too. He was co-hosting it with the host, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, not Chris Evans, who's dating Jenny Slate, not Captain America Chris Evans, a British Chris Evans, who is not as hot and British. He hosts this show. The show is about cars. The show is very, very, very popular. And a lot of people are fans. And I think Matt LeBlanc signed on to, like, be the American, like, help this show, like, become more American or whatever. Um, And I guess they got into such a fight that Chris Evans was like, no, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, Matt LeBlanc is apparently staying on the show. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. So, but yeah, Chris Evans is not that Chris Evans. He's a different Chris Evans. (laughs) (laughs) I was, have you ever watched um, clip? I mean, I'm sure you have uh, the Graham Norton show, you know, whatever. Yeah, of course. He was on the Graham Norton show promoting something. Maybe it was Top Gear. 
I was watching it because Kate Beckinsale was on and like was I was I heard she said something about Michael Bay. Anyway, when it would cut to Matt LeBlanc, I was so surprised uh, by how serious and kind of dark he seems. He's a completely different voice. Yeah. From, from Joey. No, totally. It's very strange. So I could understand why he might be someone you wouldn't want to work with. I don't know. Yeah. We have a friend, I don't want to like disclose any information, but who uh, met him once at a party or something and said that he just was very dark. And he's one of those, he's one of the friend stars that just kind of sticks around until after the last drink, you know, like he's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like party's over, but he's Matt LeBlanc sitting by the pool, like still drinking a gin and you're like, (laughs) "Uh, go home, please. And he's like, what? (laughs) So I think he, (laughs) so Basically, him and this guy, this other Chris Evans, got into a little bit of a rift, and Matt LeBlanc will be back for next season, and Chris Evans will not. But, like, Hmm. this is a big deal for this show, because I think this guy's been hosting it for a long time, and to replace him with just, like, Matt LeBlanc is kind of random. Yeah, that's weird. Last call. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. This is probably, like, the seventh time I've called you this week, but I don't care. I have a great idea for a game. I want to know who the hooiest sponsors are. I want you to rank them. This is my top three. Fit Tea, Teeth Whitening Kit, and Coffee Body Scrubs. And I'm going to throw an honorable mention. Clear Blue Digital Pregnancy Test for Pregnancy Reveals. So I'm interested to know what your sponsorship ranks are. Thanks. <laughs> good question. Uh, that's, a really good, that's a really good question. I actually wouldn't – The I would add one, and I would rank them – Top of the list, as high as you could possibly go, diet is dieties. Yeah. A distant number two is teeth whitening. But I feel like the teeth whitening trend has sort of ended. It's that it's that one handheld, like, black light teeth the black whitener light that one. has been very iconic. But, but I that don't... was bigger last year than it was this year. Yeah, it has been. Um, and I would say number three, which might be unfair because it's not exactly a broad... Um, reaching product are, are waist trainers. Just because to me, they're very mm-hmm. iconic and they're very spawn con because I don't understand the practicality of them and I do not believe famous people would ever wear those I things. I think the what makes a, a product truly hooey is if it doesn't work or if it has no proven value. So like, yeah. the you know, like you have to be such a who to promote a, pro- a product that like just straight up has no um, proof that it works. So, you know, waist trainers, no one knows if they actually work. Gummy bears that grow your hair, no one knows if they work. These kind of like FDA semi-approved things. I mean, having your own line of stuff is even less hooey, even though Mm. it's unsure what it is than this stuff. Because having your own line of something proves that you are like valuable enough to like maybe sell a brand or essentially with your name on it. Anything that would make the FDA be like, hmm... (laughs) Right. And the other thing I think is hooey that's not mentioned here. These are all like Instagram hooey things. But we, but I feel like um, when a celebrity sells a, a consumer product that is not necessarily something that you would associate with them. So like uh, ha- like Haley Duff and the cream cheese or Lowe and the pumpkin can or... Oh, remember when all those who's were shilling uh burger king products like two oh, months yes. ago yes like the bk app or whatever yeah. they were selling that's weird or like you basically can tell these products because when the hooey person like is selling them it they look uncomfortable doing it like it's not right. a clear uh 
it's not a clear connection between them brand. and the product. Yeah. Exactly. Like when you see Mandy Moore in a, this is your favorite example, in a grocery <laughs> store holding a Tropicana, like very mm-hmm. much towards the camera, very not casually. That is like a very hooey action, I think. Mandy Moore is not drinking juice unless it's cold pressed and $13 for right. 16 ounces. Like the only not who endorsements, really, it's probably easier to talk about them, them endorsements, which are like, you know, Jennifer Aniston Smart Water, or like kind of these big name, any Diet Coke, right. any Coke, any, mm-hmm. you know, these bigger, bigger luxury products. Those are like the them endorsements, the classic uh, perfumes. Yeah. Ta- or, Taylor, and, Taylor and Diet Coke, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Taylor's, there's no way Taylor drink. Remember when she did that Vogue interview and she and they asked her what her favorite cocktail is and she said, a vodka and Diet Coke? <laughs> Liar. Fuck you. Not even the like most freshman year freshman would drink Diet Coke and vodka. <laughs> They'd be like, nah, not for me. I don't want to get a headache. That sounds awful. I'll take it straight. <laughs> Let's just do shots, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a great question. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's it. Wow. What, a, what an episode. <laughs> It was a good episode. No, it was really good. Um, Thank you, Taylor Swift, for um, having a ton of who's to your Rhode Island mansion. I know. We can only be so blessed when Taylor Swift has, like, a party because it's, like, just endless um, content for us to uh, engage with. Don't forget our show. Buy tickets. They're online. It's really easy to find. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Link in bio. (laughs) Literally. It's in our bio. Yeah, link in bio. Um, And then, I don't know, the rest of the stuff you know. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah. Yeah. Mia. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. I want to be famous. As we all know, too, um, Taylor Swift loves a Kennedy.